Welcome to the NAACP podcast where we educate, debate, and grow. Make sure you are in the know. My name is Shelby Briggs and I am the co-president and the co-host of the NAACP. My name is Odessa and I am the public relations chair of the NAACP. My name is Michaela Woods and I am the uh, special events chair of the NAACP. My name is Ryan Smith and I am the current events chair of the NAACP. My name is, oh, <laughs> my name is Desiree Settle, and I am a sophomore here at OU, as well as the co-director of public relations for VSCPD. Okay, thank you for everyone coming out. Today we will be talking about um, grind culture and how it has affected society, especially with the fluctuation of social media. So first we have an excerpt by Amanda Seals, and it is from her book, Small Doses. In, in the book, she talks about the difference between the hustle and the grind. So she basically says, bottom line, the hustle is what you do to stay afloat and the grind is how you work towards solidifying a career. And she also said that the hustle is not about owning your struggle, it's about respecting the process. Within the hustle, you get the experiences that at the same time may seem like more of a nuisance than an applicable lesson. So, how, how do you guys feel about this? Do you feel like there's a difference between the hustle and the grind or do you kind of feel like it's kind of interchangeable? Um, I think there's a difference. Um, I, speaking from experience, especially this year with Corona and having to hustle to get some cash flowing, mm-hmm. um, there's a big difference. I, I am a commercial photography major And so I've been trying to grind by myself, getting projects done and doing things like that to build my portfolio, but hustling on the side, like teaching kids yoga and then helping them out with homework and stuff online through Zoom just to get some cash flowing. Like that's not a career goal at all. So I definitely think there is a difference. Hustling is something that you're good at, something that you want to do. And it's easy to get some money coming in, but you're grinding on the thing that you really want to have be done for yourself. I think I agree also. I think like with hustling, you are kind of like the master of your own fate when it comes to that. Like you're choosing something specifically that you are good at, like you said, Michaela. And I feel like you're just kind of like not necessarily like, you know, gaining on that, but just basically, you know, doing what you want to do more in a hustle aspect. I feel like with grinding, you know, especially if you have a certain job that you may not like, or if you do have like a career and you're trying to get to the next position in that career, then that's more grinding Mm because it's kind of more geared towards, you have control of it, but at the same time, is more of your career goal field. So, and I agree with your definition. Um, I think hustle has more of like a short term, like connotation, whereas grinding denotes like long term, like, you know, constant, Mm -hmm. like grinding, putting in constant work to get to where you want to go. A lot of times, like, um, someone will say, yeah, this is just my side hustle. And it's something that's quick, that's short, that's not really going to go anywhere. Or like, maybe they do see it going somewhere, but they just know it's not like 
what they want to do in the end, like their end goal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think they definitely do have different meanings. Yeah. I feel like hustle and grind are definitely interchangeable. Um, I've started the past few minutes trying to think like, well, maybe one can mean one thing, but to me, at least when I hear either word, I think of the same thing. You're just putting a lot of effort into something um, to achieve a goal. So I kind of see them both as the same thing. Um, when I think of both of them, I think long-term, um, like true dedication, maybe some sacrifices along the way, um, some unhappy times just to reach the ultimate goal. So I definitely think that they can be interchangeable. It really just depends on how you look at it. Yeah, I feel like for most people, like, the goal is for their hustle to kind of turn into their grind, if that makes sense. Like, when I see it, I feel like your hustle is low-key your stepping stones to get you to where you want to be. Because, um, you know, things don't come quick and easy. Like, you got to you gotta work for something. So, right. you know, but I do think it's, I think it's kind of a thing where, like, now a lot of times people get stuck in the hustle and stuck in the idea of struggle where it's like a never-ending cycle and it's kind of like okay you're doing this you're doing this you know to keep yourself afloat but it's like what is your end goal mm-hmm. yeah but how do you guys think that social media has affected grind culture i think um, that social uh... no you're good though. Okay. Um, I think that social media has affected this idea of grind culture immensely because I think everyone feels the need to keep up with each other and everyone's basically pocket watching each other and um, people see these unrealistic images of people um, like flaunting their cash or um, what clothes they wear, like designer, all this kind of stuff. And people just feel the need to keep up when in reality, most of these people are struggling too. And it's just like you're seeing one side of it, you know, like social media only shows us um, this pretty picture, this pretty image. It doesn't show like what actually goes into them getting what they have. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that, especially with the people that post like, oh yeah, I just made this in a day. Um, If they are doing like trading stuff or not, they're just like, yeah, look at what I did. What are you doing today to get your money up? And it's just like, that's not really helpful. And you're showboating for what? Like you definitely will probably blow that in a day anyway. So it's not like you're actually acquiring money. But, you know, I feel like the ones that flaunt it the most have the least, especially when you're not on a celebrity level where they are constantly acquiring some income this is just short cash that's just rolling in just to have it come in yeah I think it's it's kind of just how people go about it because it's like you see sir like because at the end of the day like people are just gonna they're gonna feel some type of way sometimes that's life you know you're gonna be about your situation and kind of be like okay well where do I need to take myself or where I need to go but you know it, it is a true thing. Comparison is the thief of joy. So you keep comparing yourself to, wait, they, they're being successful. They're this age. What am I doing? Like, you know, and I think people get so caught up in like young people doing it so fast that it's like they feel that they're not doing enough and they're not succeeding. But it's all about timing. And it's right. 
and everything is tailored for you for a certain thing like that may have worked for them but it may not work for you it's about timing your ideas for it and your effort into it especially if you know you see these people trying to start their businesses of selling lip gloss or all of a sudden now they're designers and have a random sweatshirt brand and like <laughs> okay <laughs> i see the vision but your execution is not for me and that's why you won't get the coin and that's why you see them pop up for like six months max and then they're like done because they have the they have something there they see oh this person is able to do it and they're getting some good money well because their idea is great and they have great execution they're passionate about it Mm -hmm. you're just doing it just to say you're doing it i've seen that like way too many times and people like i've seen like people become djs and you know or do like hair just because like they see someone else do it Mm -hmm. and they're like okay well I kind of like it like for example like even with myself like I like to paint and I went to art school so like I was like okay you know what when I get back in the habit of like painting like I can start selling my artwork because I did see a few of my friends who were also doing that too and I'm like you know what it seems like a good idea no like that's if you if it's not for you it's not gonna work and I realized myself that I was just getting it to where people would just be asking me like, okay, can you paint this? Can you paint that? Like I'm not painting something and then having people buy my work. Like I feel like I was painting for other people. Mm. And if you don't have that, that passion, you know, that want to actually just create, like I actually want to just create art for myself. And then, you know, someone happens to like it, then they buy it instead of having someone be like, okay, you paint this and I'll pay you this amount. Because honestly, what if you don't get it on time for that person? What if, you know, a lot of life challenges come and it takes a long time to, you know, kind of do a, a really good painting. So I just feel like if you are passionate about it, then definitely go ahead. If you want to take the time to where even, you know, you're particular about every little thing, then continue to, you know, get that grind on, especially if you really care about that brand or whatever, you know thing that you're promoting but it's too many people who don't realize that just because someone else does it then mm-hmm. it's it's not going to be the same for you you know if you're not passionate about it you know like you guys said and like you can also see when people are passionate about their work it really shows like if you don't have no type of passion like it you kind of sometimes lack creativity you lack you know, being able to really get that brand out there, if you're focused on other things, then just don't even try no more. Like, I'm not saying, like, you can't do it, but at the same time, you know, with stuff like that, you really got to have faith in yourself first, you know, and then you'll you'll have people who will be like, you know what, like, this person is really passionate about their brand, this person is really passionate about what they're selling, I'm going to, you know, invest in them, and I'm going to take the time to, you know, support their business, a lot of people are in that mindset. Especially creatively, it's pretty easy to burn out if you're mm-hmm. not passionate mm-hmm. about it. And well, the, the difference in the passion is like what you said, like you're passionate about creating it for yourself and having somebody see it and be like, yes, I love this. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's what I kind of struggle with as well with different um, photography or art stuff that I do 
And then you have those people who are like, yes, let me create art for someone else because that's what brings me joy. And yeah. it's, it's easy to burn out on that when you're just running and running and the wheels are twirling all the time just to get something out there. Mm-hmm. And like, you got to really stay up on yourself creatively to get it together. Yeah, I feel the same yeah, way. I, I feel the same way. It's like even with my like art, like it's something that I know I'm trying to develop as for myself. But I don't like you know I got back orders of people asking me for art, and I'm like, you asked me years ago. It's I, I don't know if it's gonna happen. Like I'm making it for me, so <laughs> I can do it for me. But what I was gonna say was like I think now people are too more passionate about the profit than the product and Mm -hmm. it's like you can't and that's when it's like you are putting out stuff that is just kind of at this point cliche like i've seen this before like why would i want to get this from you like Mm -hmm. yeah i've definitely seen a lot of insincere uh small businesses start people just um not really being passionate about fashion, kind of like what Michaela said, and they're selling like wholesale pajamas. And it's like, if you really cared about fashion, I'm not saying you have to go and get the fabric yourself and then, but you can like get pieces from the thrift store and like kind of upscale them or kind of put pieces together and sell them as outfits or like, um, I'm over here giving out ideas, but um, <laughs> just kind no, of for real. making it more, putting yourself above the rest. Or like, if you're into selling cosmetics, don't just sell wholesale lashes in a glitter box. Make sure you do extra packaging or like you sell like little gift cards or make it special packaging, not just throwing it in a bag. Like that's really what really will separate you from the thousand little businesses that I'm seeing on my Instagram page. Because right now I'm not really seeing anything that's separating you from the herd. It's really not. And that's what really says to me that you're not sincere and passionate about what you're actually selling. You're just trying to make money because you see other people on social media having successful businesses and kind of like you guys said it's just not for everyone it's okay to go to school and work underneath someone not everybody has to be a business owner and I think social media has kind of pushed that idea into people's heads that if you're not running a business you're not successful you're not hustling like some people want to work beneath someone and still be just as successful some people don't want that burden some people want to learn and then maybe on in the future they'll start their own thing. Like, it's just not a requirement for everybody. And I think social media has really pushed that narrative onto people, especially younger people in our age group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I hated, um, I'm You're sorry, okay. I'm bad. Um, I hated that topic that B. Simone had, and she was like, oh, I, I can't talk to somebody who works a nine to five because you don't like, you know how it is to be up at three in the morning, you know, fulfilling orders or being an entrepreneur and stuff like that and I'm like where do we get this narrative that just because someone works a nine-to-five and you have a business and you're an entrepreneur that it's way better I know a whole bunch of people who not only work nine-to-five but even longer than nine-to-five and they still they've been grinding you know because they want to you know they actually like the job and they maybe want to you know become a better have a better position in that job have a higher position or they just really like, you know, the physical aspect and they really like working that long of hours and really actually earning their money. Just because you earn your money that way, that doesn't mean that you're grinding less than someone who's an entrepreneur 
you know, because I guess I feel like people think that, oh, if you're an entrepreneur and you're doing successful, then you've learned certain tricks of the game, you know, to be able to be successful. And it's like, you can do that too with a nine to five. You can do that too with a, even a smaller shift or any type of shift. And I, I hate that notion that, you know, you know, people believe in that in order to actually be grinding. So I think a lot of people also to add on to that are kind of like confusing what an entrepreneur is versus a business person or somebody in that realm and Mm -hmm. or just limiting themselves to categories of entrepreneurship in a creative sense and I saw a post that was like that that had a bunch of different trade worker jobs like locksmith or you know, somebody fixing up houses or things like that. That's a part of entrepreneurship as well. Who, who over here? And they make uh, money. Right. They make money. Like, switching locks for you, for your stalker that's like, let me come over. Or who's going to be over here selling these houses? Real estate. Like what? this stuff that's uh, not thought of because they're feeding it. Um, through social media that your grind has to be fashion related it has to be beauty related or music and hair whatever it is when you know you have people who are making your jewelry like those people entrepreneurs those are those are grinders business people as well but to frown upon somebody who does that just because it's not your aspect of what a real job is is really stupid you might as well not even buy any of that stuff mm-hmm. and it's like not only stupid it's classes when you're making fun of someone for having to work a nine-to-five job and not just that but not everybody people like to work nine-to-five sometimes because they can get built a 401k or they can get insurance for them and their family because some jobs offer that um tuition reimbursement um they can get cars through their jobs they can get special loans special um tax write-offs you know you don't you don't know everybody's situation or what benefits they're getting from their business. And not every business is successful. Mm-hmm. There are people running businesses and just because they say they run a business, you don't know that they go days and weeks without orders or because of the pandemic, people aren't able to order, you know, wigs and like extra makeup, or at least at the beginning of the pandemic, because money was really tight. So kind of looking down upon them, especially because I know B. Simone in particular wasn't born into wealth. She didn't um, start off her life as um someone who's rich and famous so she should know that something just like that to say just wouldn't be okay so there are a lot of people on social media with that mentality and it really does make me sad because some people want it for different reasons that's a really good point um Nobody talks. I mean, everyone's not cut out to be an entrepreneur in the first place. Like, they, no one talks about, like, the struggle and the effort and the strength that it takes to even, like, get um, your business, like, off of the ground to, like, promote for people to even know that you, like, have a business, to gain clientele. Like, it's a lot of effort and a lot of work that goes into these things. And people don't show that, like, on social media. It's just one-sided. It's just... Um, the success that we think that they're getting and none of the hardships that they have to go through, none of the struggles. Like it's, it's really, um, it's a really like toxic image to put out there because 
it, you know, warps a lot of people's minds. It creates these unrealistic ideas. So yeah, I think that's a really good point, Odessa made. I think to some extent though, social media has had a benefit to the success story aspect of things mm-hmm. because you know that's the thing that we that's the thing that everybody wants to be known for is your success and so to easily share that or i guess that would i'm saying is like it's kind of a positive is we're sharing what something good is happening we're sharing that yes my business is booming um and so it has a pro and a con part about like doing all the expression with it um mm-hmm. but I think it definitely does a little bit more harm than good because a lot of people are just taking advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, I appreciate the stories of people where they give you the highs and lows of their business because it's kind of like it's more personable. Like you're creating some type of connection with the entrepreneur and it's not really all these glitz and glamour. Like it's easy to make things on social media look nice and look oh they got it all going on like it's really easy to do that so the transparency I think is what we lack when we see all these entrepreneurs promoting their business like and not everybody has everything figured out like you're not going to like it's a lot to learn especially with people that not everybody has a team not everybody has a group of people to be on their side so I think you know you kind of get in over your head but like how you guys feel about well I just think personally with so many people being young especially during this pandemic like I've never seen so many businesses like come from the ground like <laughs> she started a business he's starting a business Man. like you starting a business for anything and it's like I feel like it's kind of a lot of naivete where it's like you really don't know what you're doing and you're kind of just diving deep and I feel like we have that with a lot of young people because well they just want to do it they just want to get it there but they don't think about the process or the stepping stones to get there Yeah, and I think that definitely leads a lot of people to being discouraged about their businesses because it all goes back to what you guys were saying earlier about comparing yourself to others. And then when you're not seeing the success that they have now, you're like, oh, well, I'm just going to quit because clearly it's just not working when really you just might need to sit down and be like, what's the reason why I'm not making sales? What's the reason why um, people aren't coming back as customers? What is the reason why I'm not getting the outreach that I want? Um, Just kind of I don't think people are focusing on the process of getting to that point, like you said, instead of just selling things, like before you sell things, make sure you're building an audience, make sure you're um, making sure that you have the sizes available, making sure that you have colors that people want, um, that you're able to ship where people are going to be ordering things. Like, um, I just think a lot of that that goes on the drawing board isn't really getting enough time and attention from the business owners. And I think that's causing a lot of people to be discouraged when really just, you might need to relaunch or reassess what you're doing. Yeah. It's not just a simple post on Instagram and say DM to order. It's exactly. a, lot, it's a lot more than that. It's That takes time because as many businesses as there are, like you're going to miss things on your timeline. Your post might get two likes. 
you have to make sure that eventually it can get 50, then it can get 100. Like, you have to push for yourself. And I think a lot of people aren't ready for that, especially because it's so strenuous, all the different tasks, and only one person can do so much. So. I think we just live in a very, um, like, capitalist society, and everyone feels the constant pressure and constant need to get money, like, to hustle, like, money is just so, like, you know, it just has um, so much power over everyone, really, and we all just feel the need to find a side hustle, grind, to get money, to do something, to put money um, into our own pockets, and I think the whole idea of, like, get rich quick um, has really just gone, like just spread like wildfire over social media. Um, and I do think a lot of times people get in over the head, um, especially with trading, that it's like a new thing. I had my own mentor, like Netta, you guys know her, she introduced me to it. And it's just a lot of people really don't know what they're getting into. Um, it's, it's really, it's a lot, it is a lot that goes into it. And it's a lot of learning and it's a lot of education that needs to go into it. But I think when the idea is presented, um, people are like, okay, that seems easy. Like I can do that. All right, bam. And they think they're gonna start making money like instantly. And that's just not how it works. And with almost everything, that's not how it works. Even when you start your own business, you're not gonna instantly see profit. Mm -hmm. And um, I just think, yeah, it's just really a get rich quick mindset that's like, running on a loop like throughout everyone's mind yeah people are more concerned about getting rich than getting wealthy the wealthy is the long term rich is the short term and it's just for show you want to be wealthy people wealthy are silent they're they're moving quietly and they're moving slowly if you're rich you're loud and fast like it's that's the main difference that people don't understand you who, who who name a wealthy person that is like yeah go buy my stuff come on right here all <laughs> <laughs> if you think this is best like huh no <laughs> Beyonce silent <laughs> until she dropped something for Ivy Park <laughs> Gates silent until he comes out with a new Windows thing and it's ready for you like you want to be prepared for the people not have the people prepare you. Mm. that's good yeah that it does take time like you know like you like you said like wealthy people like they're not flaunting um everything they have because it's taken them so long to um acquire like you know the riches that they have and to like plan and to prepare like we didn't know anything about um ivy park until beyonce like dropped the launch and it was like foolproof like a foolproof plan you know like they, they've studied, they've figured out what exactly they need to do. The marketing was complete, like all of it was complete and she launched and it was successful because they take the time to do that. You know, it's not like, okay, let me just get this idea out there quick so I can make some money, you know? Like, it really goes, there's a lot of like planning and a lot of education and a lot of time that just goes into, um, I think, to successful business. I think that's the thing, people don't plan enough. Like especially this year, like, I've always been a person that would have a plan A, plan B, plan C, if all fails, you know, and this year really taught me to have 
multiple, you know, plans if something doesn't go in the right direction because you never know what can happen. All everything, you know, could be aligned to where, especially having a business, okay, you have an idea, then you get the money for it and you get the support, everything. All of that can be in line, but you never know what can happen. Like I've seen people have successful businesses and then, you know, they become bankrupt or they just completely just stop selling you know, their items or, you know, stuff becomes slow for them. And then they're like, okay, well, I don't know what else to do because they thought that things were going so well, you know, and they didn't plan for it if something didn't go well. Um, and I feel like that should be a big part of learning how to have a business. Is like, you're going to have to plan for things to go well and for them to not go well. And that's okay, like, because not everything just, that's a big factor in life. Not everything goes the way that you want it to go. So I just feel like when it comes to, like, entrepreneurship and just businesses and even grinding and hustle, you know, all of that, things don't always go the way that you want them to go. Even if you have a regular job and you've been grinding at that job for years, you know, that job could become bankrupt and then they can't even find the money to pay you anymore. So now what are you going to do? Like, I just feel like people aren't, you know, planning as much as they need to, or they're just kind of like, I'm going to just go with the flow with certain things. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, planning is huge. Like, you're, you're also your own business. Not mm-hmm. just the thing that you're creating, but you personally are your own business. Any social media platform you have, that's you. That's your business. Any random like brand can say, hey, you want to join our team or whatever. You're branding yourself through your posts that you do. So that's one yep. aspect. But then another one is you're branding yourself through your school activities, whatever clubs you're in. You going and talking to the financial aid and saying, hey, I deserve this much money. Can you give it to me? That's you're working for your own self in those different aspects. And I think that's a big thing that people are forgetting about grinding is you're grinding for yourself and you got to plan. I, this summer, or I don't remember what month it was, created a five-year plan for myself because this year definitely took a turn for me. And I created a five-year plan with different routes of like where I wanted to be at 2022 or where I wanted to be next fall or in January and different routes or what I wanted to do, what I could possibly do and what would happen if I did these things. And it's not just business things. It's what goals do you want to achieve? How are you going to grind to get there? If you want to get this A in this class or you want to study abroad, transfer somewhere else, like it's, you got to also grind to get those opportunities. So yeah well this was a great conversation about you know grind culture and I think like the biggest takeaway is just to you know like Michaela said plan and kind of learn I think we we have a lot of learning to do before we dive deep into stuff and I think we have to just be open to that but I don't know. Some of us kind of have shared like what our hustle is, but if you guys want to share like what's your hustle, what's your grind, that would be cool. Um, I'm a photographer, so I do different shoots for people or for myself, and I ask them, hey, you want to model for me? Or 
some of my friends' brands are like, hey, can you shoot for me? And I get that done. Um, I do a little bit of jewelry making. So sometimes some people who know about it, I don't advertise it. So people who know about it, I'll make them something and they'll might take me. If not, I don't care. But <laughs> yeah. Um, outside of like my regular nine to five job about the body works, I do um, trade in the foreign exchange market. And like I said, it's definitely not all that it's, hyped up to be. Um, there is a lot of like learning, like an immense amount of learning that goes into the process of like trading itself, knowing when to enter, knowing when to close a trade. Like nobody, no one talks about that, right? But it's like a continual process of learning. And again, I think, um, Michaela, you said like planning is so important. I definitely agree um, because I am currently planning like, okay, how long do I see myself doing this? Do I see um, this really becoming a potential, like, you know, um, stable, like, um, like flow of income, you know, like, do I want to continue with this? Um, so yeah, I just think it's like planning is really necessary. And I still, myself, am learning to plan. Um, I think with me, um, so I'm in the Air National Guard. And I've been in for like three years, but this year especially kind of has showed like the importance of the National Guard, um, especially because like we've had a lot of like statewide issues. So like right now I'm on orders at a food bank and literally we go to different areas in Columbus um, or we're at like different pantries and stuff like that and passing out food. So I feel like that's kind of been like my grind because I didn't expect myself to rely so much on the military this year um so I'm just like you know trying to ride that out because it, it really does you know pay good money um especially for you know me be, being in my last semester of school um but as far as my hustle I've been trying to get back into it but over the summer I picked back up on like painting and stuff and it did get to a point where like um, I kind of fell off of it because you know I had like a few family members pass and I just got into like a funk and I was like I don't even feel like doing this and I feel like especially with you know if you have a hustle um, sometimes stuff like that happens and you just don't really you're not really in the mood to do certain things but if you really are passionate about it then soon you will get out of that mindset and mm -hmm. you know continue on with that um but yeah that's what my hustle and grind <laughs> um i'm a makeup artist um i do makeup in columbus and athens um if you're interested i have an instagram at um Hughes beauty um that's with two s's um yeah and I really enjoy doing makeup um kind of getting more experience with every customer and working with different skin tones and like um seeing people transform and they're like oh my gosh you look great and, you know um yeah that really makes me happy but I also did kind of like a Ryan said I kind of went through a funk where I just closed bookings and I was just like maybe this isn't for me but um yeah I'm back up with booking and things have been going pretty good so I also fell victim to the whole like becoming discouraged with your craft, but it feels really good to kind of get out of that funk and get back into what you like. 
Yeah. Yes, girl. How you do my makeup? She's so good. She's so good. Um, I think for me, this pandemic really showed me. Well, showed me for my grind because I'm a retail merchandising major. And it really showed me like what I'm actually passionate about and like everything going on with the black community. Like I really realized like I want to do things for my community. I want to build my community. Like whatever job I'm working, I want to benefit my community some way. Like, I ended up working with this group that, like, helps develop Black-owned businesses. And so, like, I, that's kind of where I see myself as my grind being. But, like, for my hustle, I don't know. I think I just found new hobbies. I was like, wow, like, you know, I might actually turn this hustle into a grind. So I did my braids a couple of times. And, like, I would do my mom's hair because she wasn't going to the hair salon during the pandemic. And she was just like, you know, you're like who else watches hair videos as often as you like this might be something you're actually could be interested in so you know that's another thing your your hustle can turn into your grind eventually so well i want to thank everybody for tuning in um look out for naacp on social media instagram naacp at ou and we will see you guys soon thank you Bye. Bye.